This is London Live. My name is Mike Stubbs. Have you ever been involved in a debate over the line, he who dies with the most toys wins? It'll come up in English classes in high school. It'll come up in college and university. Sometimes it just comes up. And you would think, oh, that's, that's a line. He who dies with the most toys wins, because there's a lot of ways to interpret it. And you would think, oh, that must come from an author. What, what was that, in a poem somewhere? Some ancient poet put it down? It's actually been attributed to Malcolm Forbes. Now, at the same time, this is someone who had incredible success in his life. But think about the line for just a second. He who dies with the most toys wins. What does that mean? Where do we go with that line? Is it about accumulating stuff? Does toys actually refer to stuff? Well, the truth is, we do accumulate stuff in this world. We live in a very materialistic society, and eventually you hit a point where you say, do I really need all of these books? When was the last time I read that? And isn't there a library that provides the same book? Should I need to find it? Or if it's a classic, I can probably find that same information online. And how about all this other stuff? We carry it around, and sometimes you cannot bring yourself to throw it away because you think, that's been with me my whole life. Eventually, that life does get to a point where somebody else has to look after your stuff. And if you've ever had to do that, you know that it can be a challenge. And it's something that you really hope someone has weaned down before you get to that point. So that brings us to a discussion about wills. Because if you don't have a will, who does get your stuff? And if you have intentions... Can you just scribble on a napkin and have those intentions come true? Is it that easy? Well, there's one way to find out, and that's to talk with someone who knows an awful lot about wills. Jennifer Butkus is with Mackenzie Lake, and we had a chance to sit down with Jennifer to talk about wills and what happens if you do not have one. So in Ontario, we have laws in place that dictate what happens to your assets? What happens to your estate if you don't have a will? So some people are under the misconception that if I don't have a will, everything's going to go to the government. And that's certainly not the case, although the government might get a larger share by way of taxes if you don't have a properly structured estate plan. But if you don't have a will, our Succession Law Reform Act says that if you've got a spouse, your spouse is going to have an interest. If you've got kids, your kids are going to have an interest. But it might get split up between them and not in the way that you want. So we always recommend having a will so that you can choose who will be the person responsible for administering your estate and choosing where it's all going to go. So not just if you want to make sure a piece of art winds up going to a certain relative, a little bit more to that. Now, in terms of having a will done, there are all kinds of things. If, if you Google, like if, let's say that person who had the wide eyes comes home and says, oh, I've, I've got to Google and, and get a will done. You'll have all kinds of things that pop up that say, hey, for only $19.99 or whatever it is, you can have a will done. And I'm sure you can. How do those hold up if somebody decides to say, hey, wait a minute, I, I'm going to contest this or I would like to, to talk to somebody about this? How does that work? Those can certainly work for some people, depending on 
whether you answer those online questions properly or not and, and how you go about signing them. You need to have a will typically witnessed in front of two age of majority arms length witnesses. Um, but beyond that, the complications come up where you have a will done by an online program without any legal advice, because there's a lot more nuance that goes into an estate plan than just picking an executor and picking some beneficiaries. Things can be more complicated if you have minor children who you'd like to benefit under your will. They can certainly also be more complicated if you have certain vulnerable people or, or, or people who are subject to a disability who might be the beneficiaries of your estate. And if there are unequal distributions between some of your beneficiaries, your children's or other members of your family, things can get hairy. And so if you haven't had the proper advice before setting up that structure, then your will will certainly be more open to a challenge at the end yeah. of the day. And the last thing you want when dealing with an estate, because it can have a difficult enough process to it, is anything that makes it hairy. We want to avoid the hairy situations. Jennifer Butkus joining us from Mackenzie Lake Lawyers as we're just doing a little check-in on wills. I guess the last thing that you wonder is you make a will. How often should you update the will? We recommend to our clients that after you sign your will, keep it safe, but take a look at it every two to five years. Just make sure that everything you've said still tracks, that the people that you've appointed are still the people that you want to be administering your estate, that all of your beneficiaries are, are still alive and in your life, and that there haven't been any other significant life changes, um, either in the way of deaths or marriages or purchases of assets that might change the structure that you've set in place. And it's always a good idea to just give your lawyer a call. If you're not sure if, if there has been a change that's been made, give your lawyer a call, ask if they'd recommend an update. And if the answer is no, you're sitting pretty, but it may require an update. And those can be fairly simple or more complex, depending on the circumstances. Okay. Well, thank you, because this has summed things up in just a couple of minutes. And I think there are very few wide eyes now. It sounds like it's a lot more straightforward and a lot easier. It, it just takes, I don't know, getting it going, I suppose. That's got to be the hardest thing. Getting going is difficult. And if I had a nickel for every client who walked into my office that said that they should have signed their first will long ago, I probably would not need to practice law anymore. <laughs> and that's just with nickels. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> exactly. Jennifer, thank you so much for the time today. Have yourself a great weekend. You as well. Take care. Jennifer Butkus from Mackenzie Lake on Wills. The things that we can learn on this show. Any more thoughts on he who dies with the most toys wins? You can text us 519-643-2222 or email mike at 980cfpl.ca. News is on the way next with Ben Harrietha. This is London Live, and you're listening to 980 CFPL.